Hello, and welcome to the Let's Not Panic podcast. We're two practical people chronicling a pretty impractical trip from San Francisco to Patagonia. We're trying not to panic. If you're just joining us, I'm Maggie. And I'm Adam. And we're a married couple who've quit our jobs, given up our lease, and hit the road in a Toyota 4Runner that's now our home. Indeed. Yep. And it's been a great home the last uh, seven days. Yeah, this has been the easiest leg of our trip so far. Speak for yourself, Maggie. Other than the fleas. Yeah. <laughs> More on that later. Yeah. So we um, went to Chicamocha, which is up in the mountains, and there's a big national park there, and we camped there. Right. Well, Not at the national park. First, Ooh. for continuity, Right. we were in Valle du Par right. in our last episode. Yes. And we were still striking south. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a trend on this uh, journey. <laughs> Turns out Patagonia is south of here. For the most part, we're going to be headed south. Yeah. Um, but we were headed south and we were headed to a big city called Buc- Bucaramanga. And we got there. It, it was, was stupid. Well, <laughs> I, sorry if you're from there. It's not stupid. No, it's just, just it's it's cute. a big, big city. Very sprawling. A lot of traffic. Very beautiful parks kind of interspersed in the city. We drove That's by what its some. reputation is for, right. anyway, is parks. But we were, I think, ready Unimpressed. for... Jeez, you're being real brutal. <laughs> this <laughs> week's brutal going is it. just going to be me talking about <laughs> Bukaramanga. Brutal is Maggie. <laughs> she hates Bukaramanga. If you're from there, she hates you. No, no. She's trying okay, to put together uh, let a... Me, let me backtrack a little bit. It's just like it's a big functional city, but nothing about it made it particularly enticing as a visitor. Yeah. We, it's probably we, a great place to live. We planned to spend a day there and we just called an audible and said, you know what? We've had, we were invited to par for a couple of days because of the car thing and I was sick. Let's just, let's get to some more wildernessy places. So we just cruised straight through Bukaramanga. Well, we stopped at their shopping mall in which they had a bunch of animatronic dragons right. for reasons completely unclear. Well, you got to have a dragon in a mall. Do you? Yeah. It was amazing. There it, were all these huge animatronic dragons. Yeah. Our malls didn't have, don't have any of that. The mall game is pretty strong here in Colombia. Everything is in a a centro, centro to commercial or something like that. Uh, And it's all kind of like laid out the same way. A lot of, a lot of good stuff. I think being a kid and coming to the malls here must just be like best fucking day ever. Right. Because like in that same mall. Okay. So animatronic dragons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gold star already. Right. Like this is way more fun when your mom takes you to JCPenney and makes you try on training bras. Like this is great. Right. And then they also had little cars the kids could rent and drive around. What? Did you not see that? Oh man. I would have lost my shit for that. Right. I remember one of my friends, it was like one of my mom's best friend's daughter, uh, had one of those little cars and it was like the coolest fucking thing i'd ever seen in my life i would have been such a little banshee with one of those things oh god yeah you would have been just driving, a nightmare trying to drive up the escalator <laughs> just a nightmare here and in, in these malls they have these uh ramp escalators so they're like the flat walking things but they actually have a little bit of slant to them yeah. so that you can go up a floor yeah i would have. you'd have been like the only four-year-old <laughs> with a dui <laughs> <laughs> Too much sugar. Um, so that so, was Bukaramanga, and yeah. we decided, okay, you know what? Let's let's just keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. We had been recommended multiple times a place next to uh, Bukaramanga called Chikamocha, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful canyon. It's it's up in the hills. Maggie and I are in love with altitude plus Colombia. I think is the the story of the last two weeks. We've slowly discovered like the higher up we get. The more comfortable we are with the weather, and the fewer beautiful. bugs. It's so beautiful. Well, fewer bugs, is fewer mosquitoes, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, not where we are now. Adam has fleas. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but we'll get to anyway, that. We'll in Chikamocha, the first night we were there, we stayed at um, a campsite that Adam had found on iOverlander, which was an amazing tip. Because it was definitely the best camp spot we've had. Uh, I really hope that we can find our own unique new places to add to this. Because the places that people have gone through and been like, this is a good spot. You can just ask them to camp out front. Or, you know, a, a, like all of the leads in iOverlander have been amazing so far. Although they did direct us to that hotel that we stayed in the, like, courtyard of this one hotel we camped there. But, after Valle du Par. Right. And then at 6 o'clock in the morning, they started doing construction directly next to 
Yeah, I could tell the guy who started, it was like 6.20 in the morning. He yeah. got let in the gate and then just kind of gave us a dirty look because he, he gave our car a dirty look because we were parked on some of the broken tiles that he was there to fix. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah. So they but were also, chipping out these tiles we starting at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> right. But also we paid to, to be here, my yeah. friend. And anyway. we're not told that you were going to be taking a, a hammer and chisel to the tiles Right it was kind of funny. adjacent to us, but it it was a you know a small small town. I'd say that was a pretty choice oh, spot no, that was for great. you know what Shower, what you can bathroom. get there. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so we've done a little bit of this. Um, just arrive kind of late in the afternoon and camp in a place that's not a campground, not a parking lot per se, but in this case it was like the inner courtyard where people would park mm-hmm. and did park. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't too awkward. It was no, a little. It was great. I mean, we were cooking. You know, like we set that up our cooking. Our cooking setup is. Uh, it's impressive, but it's also kind of a spread of equipment. And it's, you know, we kind of spread out and took over like half of the courtyard yeah. at one point. Well, the hotel was almost completely empty. I think there was like two guests. Yeah. It seemed like the guests were guys that were like workers yeah. uh, on a road workers or some sort of construct construction crew that were like on the road for a week at a time. And they just mm-hmm. were very accustomed to just passing through. And this is one of the places that they stopped yeah. on their, on their route or whatever it was. But more importantly, we stayed in this campground. Um, Beautiful. Cabanas Campestre in, outside of Chicamocha. Right. With a guy named Sergio, who yeah. was a sergeant major in the army. Yeah, and he was such a nice guy, He too. was, like, probably the nicest person we've you met. Know, you know how you can tell he was a really nice guy? Not just because he was really nice, huh. but his dogs were also very, very oh, sweet and nice. Dogs. Yeah. His dogs were the best. One of them peed on our car. <laughs> no, and he I tried. Love him. He tried to pee on the car. He's my new favorite dog. He uh, peed on our car and I love him. <laughs> yeah, uh, he missed. It's true. He, he was, was kind of just like going through the See? motions of peeing on our car. That's why you need the clearance. <laughs> if it was just a little lower, he would have nailed the side rail for stepping. Yeah, that's running, true. running board is what that's called. Oh, okay. Um, but he had that dog, a girl dog named Luna, who just loved being like pet. Mm-hmm. And then a puppy. That was the cutest puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Adam got really mad. Because Luna came over oh, and yeah. was nosing around on me. And I love a dog, so I can't help it. Maggie's like, oh, I can't help it. They just they just jumped on me. She did. She did just jump into my yeah, lap. Yeah, but there's a multiple steps. a very quick picture, and then I <laughs> pushed her down. <laughs> there are multiple steps in the process of having a dog jump in your lap lovingly. <laughs> it doesn't just happen. There's eye contact and cooing and like... <laughs> Because I love Showing her. that you're amenable to being touched. All these things that you did, you saw it coming. You saw that the other dog was going to pee on our car before he did. I'm sure you well, saw that this dog making, was like... making uh, pee posture. Coming in for a pee approach. Yeah. yeah. He had pretty obvious pee approach posture. Um, and it's not that I don't want Maggie to love dogs. I, I like dogs too. Maggie has instilled this in me. But the dogs here are outside dogs. All and dogs are outside dogs. All dogs are outside dogs. And all dogs are flea dogs. And as we will get to later, <laughs> it is important. Adam has <laughs> That's the second spoiler alert for later in the show. Anyway, it sorry. is important to not get fleas <laughs> when you're camping. Um, so well, we slept there. It was beautiful. Very, very, very scenic. So we're like basically perched on the top of a mountain where there's yeah. a huge canyon on both sides of the mountain. It was beautiful. It was Gorgeous. One of the best spots, I'd say. Um, yeah. It was a little cramped because we needed to park the car sideways and the space available and the bumper swing out. Yeah, we barely fit. And we ba- but it worked. It worked. And it was, it worked, it was great. And there were friendly dogs and friendly chickens and a friendly host. And he was chatty and lovely. Uh, the chickens were fine. They weren't friendly. Yeah, they, they were. Just, they were like, what's up? Cluck, cluck. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak chicken, so I didn't get that. Um. So that was Chica Mocha, and then we mm-hmm. went to the park. The I, National Park. I, I'm not sure if it's national. It may be just a yeah, natural no, it's park. it's PNN. PNN? Yeah. It's a lame PNN. It's a Disneyland PNN. <laughs> it, it, I, yeah, I didn't like it, but I did but like the, nice the, the scenery. how nice was the coffee we got there? was really good. Sure, but that's not what I go to a national park no. for. No, so if you rate that park in terms of what is it like as an attraction, like it's very comfortable, and you don't have to worry about being uncomfortable in nature, 
But if you rate it in terms of a national park, it's not a national park. No. It's no. like a playground it's, for grown-ups. W- like we said already, the surroundings were beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the scenery. I love just everything around it. But the park itself was like a mini Disneyland. It was trying, like, you had to pay and go through turnstiles to get in. And they had all these gimmicky little things. Um, I made Adam go on the tram. Uh, well, I would have. What's that called? A make, gondola. It was a gondola. Yeah. You wouldn't have made me. I mean, I, I that was the main thing to do there. Yeah. But it was... Um, not special to me. I, I've been on a lot of gondolas because I grew up in Lake Tahoe where there's lots of ski resorts right. and it's also very beautiful yeah. just to do that. Um, here, your the gondola goes down into the valley mm-hmm. and then back up the opposite wall of the valley. And then back again. But it takes 25 minutes each, each way. And so, you have to get off. Right. So when we, when we got in, Maggie was just ecstatic. She's like, this is so cool. And she was super into it for five to 10 minutes. And then we got down to the bottom and it got a lot hotter. 15 minutes in, I think is when I started being like, oh man, we're going to have to come back this (laughs) way. Maggie was like, why are you on your phone? Like, this is amazing. I was like, yeah, it's, I see it. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of time (laughs) to see it. You were completely (laughs) immune to the magic of the gondola. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. It's a gondola and it's a a mediocre one. Uh, It was fine. (laughs) But by the end, we got to the other end and then they make you get off, get back in line, come mm-hmm. down. And, you know, it was fine. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But it, the gondola wasn't uh, super, it wasn't mind blowing for me. Yeah. Um, but that was that. And then we got on the road. Yeah. So that was Chico Mocha. Uh, the very next place that we were intending to go was San, San Gil, San Gil, if you're going to read it, uh, English style. And it we went to San Gil and then we decided to go to a neighboring village that was highly recommended bari chara that i think i'm gonna move there it's the beautiful city to beat at this point maggie loved it i thought it was great too but maggie's like really enchanted by it Um, yeah it's like so it's this old school colonial style uh little town with you know one really big church and one small chapel um and it was so picturesque and beautiful and it looked like, you know, it could have just as easily come out of like the mountains in Italy or something like it's so gorgeous. Um, and it was, you know, we accidentally I made Adam go into the church because I love looking at church architecture and um, Catholic art. And Adam was kind of like, OK, like, let's leave. And I was like, uh, no, we just have to sit here for a second and a, enjoy the ambiance. It's a me problem, too. I don't yeah. like going in churches because I feel out of place. Like, I feel like I'm not... Do you I'm think not, ju- not, God is judging you? Yeah. Like, I'm not... I don't belong there. <laughs> like, people are there doing serious stuff, and I'm just like, oh, look, it's pretty. And I don't like take... I don't take pictures in churches. Well, I think that's normal. Not, yeah. That's standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still... Even just the feeling of like, oh, I'm going to sit down on this You're bench where people are being reverent, and I'm just sitting there. The beauty that their reverence and their belief has made. Like, that's... Still. It's still so gorgeous. But anyway, this was like a particularly beautiful church, and I was like, let's just sit you know, and look for a minute because it's so beautiful. You kind of need to have time to understand how, you know, how much complexity there is in all the art, et cetera. And uh, Adam was getting like a little anxious. And just when I was finally like, all right, let's leave, uh, a bride walked in mm-hmm. and we couldn't leave. <laughs> she was blocking yeah. the door and they're taking all the pictures like directly over us. We totally could have photobombed. I think we photos. accidentally did photobomb. Well, we didn't we didn't make funny faces, but yeah, yeah. we like the <laughs> the photographer was trying to take pictures over the corner of the the seats that we were sitting in <laughs> between him and the entrance to the church and the bride was there. And I was like, can we leave now? We can go out the other exit and it, it was so just, We would have had to cut right across yeah, no. her aisle. So we like, just <laughs> We just sat there for like an extra three minutes, kind yeah. of feeling awkward. Yeah. But. Was, but she looked beautiful. Yeah. And then we were driving around Barichara because um, we had read an I Overlander. You can basically camp anywhere. It's legal everywhere. It's no problem. There were a few spots marked. Yeah. And we were just checking out the various places. Yeah. And we drove into a different wedding. Uh, well, we where, didn't drive into well, the wedding. <laughs> but the bride and the groom were taking photos in the spot that we ended up camping in. Yeah. There's a little overlook at the back of town, and that was the recommended place. That was the place that all of the police officers, if you talk to them in town, they'll say, mm-hmm. oh, go here, go here. Yeah. And it was great. It, they're a little windy, but it, the wind died down after sunset, um, and it was beautiful. And it turned out we met a couple of their friends in San Hill. The tourists from Orange County were oh, yeah, in town yeah. for that wedding. Because I was like, were they getting married? at? Because we saw both weddings that were in Barichara that day. And they're like, oh, we were in town for this wedding. 
uh, at the smaller chapel and we we're like oh cool we have a picture of your friends yeah because <laughs> i got a picture of them getting back into their car and they probably have a picture of us too driving up <laughs> <laughs> driving into their wedding as yeah. you say uh, <laughs> so bari Chara was amazing but it did pose an awkward problem because this beautiful spot on this beautiful overlook uh had no private area to no, go to the bathroom no businesses nearby nothing so well like or even like a tree to pee behind <laughs> right anything any kind of block mm-hmm. nothing so it's just this big clearing where like people come on dates and people are driving by all the time people walk in their dogs and if you have to pee and you're not a dude with a penis mm-hmm. uh it's hilarious yeah and by we, that i mean adam had to hold up a towel maggie made me come down from the tent and hold a towel up and face away from her obviously yep and listen to her pee <laughs> She didn't request that I listen, but... <laughs> but you did. I did. <laughs> was it as melodious as I think it is? It's about the same. It's a little less uh, splashy <laughs> as when I pee. I think it's because of the uh, the distance drop. The less distance. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, if you had to drop trow completely, like if you had to cut, like go full moon in order to pee, you would want me to be there with a towel too. And I would do that for you, my love. I would do that. Okay. I think I could just hang you know someone you have sees no me shame yeah if someone sees me naked it's like oh you you just got a treat but <laughs> <laughs> let me correct this problem and then that let's move on like that's all there is like <laughs> you know it's like a smile and a shoulder shrug yeah you know and that which has happened so yeah anyway um, so bari Chara was great and then we met up with uh the couple that we talked about that were in customs at the same time as us in santa marta trying to get their car they got it faster than us because they had a bill of landing not prepared by maniacs and you know they were super friendly but they had left a day before us and we had gotten their contact information we we're like well, we'll try to meet up so we met up with them in san Gil. Yeah, we hung out for two days pretty much. I mean, yeah. not they their vehicle was broken down, mm-hmm. so we didn't get to camp next to each other, but we each had dinner at our respective campgrounds one yeah. night and then the next night. Uh, their campground was in the middle of a mechanics yard, but it, they have a enclosed camper on a truck, so it was pretty much like a mini house. It was very nice. It was very cool, and yeah. it was very cool. They've been on the road for like six months. Right, they drove through Central America and shipped from Panama to Santa Marta. Yeah. And so it was awesome getting to compare notes and like, you know, kind of see how they were doing it versus how we were doing it. So the first night we made dinner or like we had them over for dinner. He was a chef. So well, us yeah, William, cooking was William's a chef. And so it was like, oh, like a super good professional yeah, chef. It's it, pretty mind blowing because, you know, you're working with your tools and your stuff and you're kind of used to what capabilities you are for how good the food's going to come out. And then and he, he used just, our tools and made us look like well, buttholes. He, he made his own little fire and he had this, nothing fancy at all, just like a little metal grate, any, mm-hmm. like almost a little drying rack kind of thing, barely mm-hmm. anything. Just with just those tools, he made this like really great fire for cooking. And then he was able to roast this chicken that blew my mind. Just so drumsticks. It was just like, what did, how did you do this? I know. And Using he's like, our spices. I used your spices. And we were yeah. like, we're idiots. We're just like, what spices <laughs> did you use? And he's like, basically everything you have. And just <laughs> and, and which I asked him later, like, what spices should we get? He's like, oh, you pretty much have everything you should yeah. have. Yeah. Maybe some oregano. We were out of oregano. but um, <laughs> um, So he cooked dinner for us the first night. And then we went over to their place, to their car the second night. And Katya and him cooked yeah. together. Um, and it was also amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so they he, they put us to shame culinarily totally. wise. Um, and it was a lot of fun to, you know, just hang out, be social, and get kind of close with another couple just to see what they're doing, like what their strategy is, um, what their mentality is. I think we learned a lot from them in terms of, like, they're making they, – they hit the road – on really short notice. They didn't get to plan for two years. They like planned we did. for two weeks. They planned for two weeks um, because they were in the U.S. and they they were on visas or one of them had a visa and one didn't and it was hard to get another one and they just changed it. You know what? Like, let's go for this trip. Let's just do it. They really, really short notice put everything together that mm-hmm. they have and I'm sure they built it over time too as they drove through yeah. Central America. Yeah. Um, but they are on a very limited budget and they want to be on the road for a whole year. And so it was very interesting. And I think we learned a little bit about the right strategy for making making money last. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that was hilarious to compare notes with them about is that they were another couple traveling. Uh, And 
we were all kind of chatting about how we read a lot of travel blogs and stuff like that before we went on this trip. And we all agreed that more travel blogs should talk about um, how intense it is to share such a small space with one person for the duration of this trip and how much arguing and fighting and like, you know, less yeah. romantic moments there are. I mean, I'm very easy to get along with, and <laughs> very easy to be around. <coughs> uh, Maggie, you're coughing into the microphone. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't have strong opinions about anything. So it's, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very, uh, I'm very easy to just, you know, be around. So I, I don't think it's a problem this way. Mm-hmm. That in that oh, one direction. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, no, is no. that what's up? I, exactly the opposite, actually. I, I'm totally hard. Uh, I'm always We're criticizing and like trying, not criticizing, but I'm like, oh, we should try to optimize this this way. And it comes off as like criticizing very well. Hard we to both around. do things that make it harder for the other person to relax. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, very, we are both. Both couples were both like, oh, it's very refreshing to, you know, hang out, hang out with other people, be and social. Like, yeah. Um, because you do fight more often. It's just, that's just real. Do we though? I think we've been okay. We haven't fought We're, too much more no, than normal. No, I don't think, well, <laughs> I think so. We're just in more situations where it's like we just have different ideas about how something should be done or handled. I've been um, reflecting lately. Fighting is maybe not the right word, but like, we have more moments of disagreement and contention just by merit of circumstance. So I think we have that. I think we have more moments of disagreement, mm-hmm. but only because we have almost a hundred percent coverage of time together. You know what I mean? Like if back that's, home, but that's what we're talking about is like, but not this, because we're traveling, not because we're doing this or that, or, the, or like, it's hard sometimes to accomplish this task. I think it's just by like being next to each other and like electrons colliding more often because we happen to be basically captive audience with each other. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you were essentially locked into your house with your significant other mm-hmm. for like a month. Yeah, that's it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's just increased in that because yeah. of that effect. Cause it's not because we're like, traveling, not because it's a, we're in un, un, strange waters and hard situations. I think that's a little piece of it too. Cause a lot of our arguments have been about how to handle those mm, kinds of things. Maybe. Like th- it's harder to build a routine. It's not just like, yeah, you know, a given that, you know yeah I, I, I don't know slightly related but i've been reflecting a little bit just on like good days and bad days it's pretty much still the same ratio like you imagine you you make it like a very romantic thing to go on a big trip like this like when we go do this it's going to be amazing and it has been amazing i'm not mm-hmm. trying to minimize that angle of it but in terms of like the day-to-day you're still just a person in a car or doing putting on your clothes right. and like the same the amount of like oh, i'm in a bad mood today or i'm in a good mood today and maggie's in a bad mood etc seems like about the same like mm. it's it's still just life like yeah you know yeah no i don't think that it's been harder on our relationship or no. anything like yeah. that that's what so, I, that's all yeah I'm trying to say. okay yeah no that's true um because we're lucky and so are they because it seems like they have very much the same kind of experience where it's like n- neither group seemed like they were questioning <laughs> like Right. Oh God, have I made a huge mistake with this person? But it's definitely possible that a long, uh, a prolonged period of travel with somebody, you can discover that. Oh wow! I and it's not that you don't like the person; you can be compatible in other ways. But oh, I do not like traveling with this person. Yeah. Or I do not like, perhaps, like for instance, having a roommate. Like maybe they're mm-hmm. a great friend, but ooh, I do not like being a roommate with this person. Like yeah. that, those types of things can be discovered through yeah. different situations. So I yeah. think, but we're yeah, we're lucky that that's not the case. Yeah. Like traveling with you. Yeah, you, you're all right. You bring all the whimsy to life. <laughs> and I set things up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the other thing that they got us to do that we wouldn't have done was go for a day of activities in the extreme sport capital of Colombia, which is San Hill. Yeah, San Hill is like, uh, it's in a valley, big, big river runs through it, brown colored, very active river. So there's one thing you can do is rafting there. That's a big thing. Paragliding, it's also bungee jumping, mountain biking. Like they have it all. Like, yeah. And, and it's sort of just established itself as the place to go. If you want, you're into any one of those things and then you can kind of just like yeah. cross pollinate to all the other things and try them out for the first time. And I'm not a person who's done any of those things. And, uh, yeah, I've done them, but not together. 
Um, I had never done any of them. And so they... William and Katya were like, hey, we've been shopping around already. They had taken a picture of a brochure and seen some companies. And there was one... They just offered these packages of seven activities. And, you know, they include things like zip lining and rappelling down the side of a cliff. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, yeah, let's go for that. And Maggie was very scared. And I was constantly teasing her, trying to make her more scared because that's what I like to do. It was very uh, not scary. It was fine. Yeah. It w- and that's why I was comfortable doing that. It's like, oh, when you're ziplining, make sure you don't do this. Otherwise, it might disconnect and, you know, trying so to scare zip her. Ziplining is the one particularly where I was like so scared to try it because I'm afraid of heights and the sensation of falling mm. makes me really scared. Yeah. Uh, ziplining is is just being a meat bag on a rope. Yeah, it's just meat bagging. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't have to do anything special to enjoy this. You just sort of like float there. Yeah. And then you're already there and then they unclip you like a meat bag yep. and then you move along to your next uh, meat bag activity. Yeah. I, uh, zip lining, I've done it where it's a long thing from platform to platform to platform and you get bored of it after a while. Oh man, I can imagine. This was the right dose of zip lining. One, I could have done one like zip two line. more. Okay. I think it would have been kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but then at the end of the zip line was this attachment point for rappelling down a cliff face, which was really cool. I liked it. Yeah. That was really cool. That was my favorite part of it. Yeah. And And a a cliff face with a waterfall too. Right. So you're going straight through a waterfall and you get to this point where there's no more uh, wall to be leaning against. If you don't know what rappelling is, you, you strap yourself into a harness, you have a rope that's up, up at the top and you just lean back on the rope and you walk down the side of a rocky cliff. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and it was nice of William to do it with us because Katya was more my speed. Like we're both afraid of heights. You know, mm-hmm. she'd done a couple of these things maybe once before, but William's done. Oh, a- no. He, no. Katya had done it because, uh, well, I forget the name of the thing, but William's into in Switzerland. They have a whole course that's like an eight long, eight hour long hike. And Katya has gone on those, uh, I think, oh. six times. Okay. Not, well, not she was nervous enough to be yeah. like me i think she's like you yeah. she has that fear but she's mastered it a few times but then you know she yeah. gets nervous anyway she's still a beginner yeah um but he's like very comfortable with it because he's done like extreme like on his own too without a guide yeah to to meet bag you around i think there's a big difference when you have to tie your own ropes and, and well, when configure he was like, your own equipment the only thing i haven't done is base jumping and it's just because it's so much education <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh your life is different than mine sir he has like no fear of fear yeah. Like he just has no fear of heights. Like anyway, he went first for everything to kind of make our whole group more comfortable because our whole group was nervous except for uh, him basically. Yeah. Um, and that's where we met the couple from Orange County who were there for the wedding that we accidentally uh, stumbled into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun and we wouldn't have ever done it. And while uh, maybe some of it was a little silly, so they're like, it's seven activities. And at the end we counted it. We're like, doesn't that seem like, four or five yeah. and it was like oh no walking between the activities canyoning is, is what yeah it. is one of the activities <laughs> and the uh rappelling down a cliff was actually two activities because the first half of it is dry and then the second half of it is through a waterfall it's all one stretch it's one thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay oh, seven activities oh, okay um but it was still really fun and yeah. it made me want to do more rappelling and try zip lining but uh, scarier. Yeah. That well, wasn't scary. Yeah. We'll do other places. Yeah. It'll, it'll come up yeah. again, I'm sure. Yeah. So that was fun. And getting to know Katya and William was great and getting social time and going through our entire bottle of Lagavulin. Oh yeah. was delightful. Yeah. We did put some damage on that. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so the one thing about St. Gil and is a problem moving forward, hopefully diminishing, um, is that San Gil is a, it was, again, it was rainforest. We stayed at this campground that was, uh, you know, next to a river and very grassy, mm-hmm. nice grass. It was uh, beautiful. Lots of ants, we noticed. <sighs> One thing else that we didn't notice was fleas in the grass, I believe. I don't, at first I was like, Maggie, you with that dog, I told you. I don't know. So I got a lot of bites on my ankles. And the thing is, I don't... Uh, react very much to mosquitoes so when i got all these bites and they were very very itchy and they were a little smaller and they were very clustered i was like and uh, like up a, in a straight line up his leg well not yeah it wasn't super clear but you're right that you could see that there's kind of a curving arc to some of them and i was like ah, is this is this not mosquitoes because that's i know there could be other things that cause these types of bites mm-hmm. is this fleas it's fleas it's fleas yeah it, the fir- after the first night maggie had it first and that's also why i was like uh 
you dogs. And it could still have been that, but I think more likely was just being camped in this grass that's, you know, warm. Well, there were dogs there too. Yeah, but you weren't, you were cuddling with a dog. So I a didn't dog cuddle it. It was on it your lap for long enough. It briefly into my lap. <laughs> and I took a very Which quick picture. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there for it, but I saw in Maggie's picture roll a picture of her with the dog in her lap. And I was like, oh, Maggie. <laughs> and then the very next day, we it have. was there for like a second. We have flea bites. And flea bites itch a lot. Like, I don't. They're I, so annoying. Mosquito bites, I think, are more of a burning sensation for people that suffer them. Is that right, Maggie? That's right for me, anyway. They're the worst. Yeah. Uh, flea, flea bites, bites are just so bad. itchy. Um, and, like, once you start scratching them, you wake them up, and it's a problem. And yeah. so, and they're all pretty much below your knees, except when it's at, at the, the peak of our infestation. I think I got it on my forearms here, just a little bit. I have four bites that I'm keeping track of. Yeah. And then, so as soon as we got it figured out, we went into containment protocol. Even though we were still at the campsite, we washed the sheets that night. Um, but the thing is, we have sleeping bags that you don't just wash. Maybe we can get them dry cleaned. Um, and the other thing is, we have a rooftop tent that has a built-in mattress. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are like, oh, geez. We're basically just hoping that they die in the cold of the mountains where we are, yeah. or they die while we're in San Francisco and they have nothing to eat for a month. That's the, th- I mean, I think already we've contained them. We stayed uh, tonight or where we are now. We drove from San Gil about four hours on our way to a huge mountainous area. We're already at 8,500 feet. Um, we're hoping that, yeah, the climate change matters. But already, I don't think I'm getting new bites. Um, so I think it's contained. Adam has fleas. But so does Maggie. Not anymore. <laughs> you I haven't gotten any new ones in a while. There's still like a 25% so chance annoying. that this is all your fault. So I don't think you should like be able to You're joke right. about it also. Oh. You okay. should not. This is very grave. You should take this seriously. <laughs> I take it very seriously. I would be panicking if we were just going to keep going on the road and like we didn't have anything anywhere to get rid of them. But because we're going to have this uh, two or three weeks where we're back in mm-hmm. San Francisco and the car is just going to be sitting in a parking space in Bogota, I, I'm not too worried because I know the fleas will die in that case. Um, I, I got to research about eggs. Something about the flea eggs can last a long time. I don't Ugh. know. But... I think already humans aren't a great host for fleas is what they say online. And we've already been doing all the things you wash yourself with rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. You apply, uh, what is that stuff? Califor? Califor. It's really good. It works really well in flea bites. Apparently Maggie, does not work on mosquito, not bites. for mosquitoes, um, but for fleas it does. Nothing works for mosquito bites. It's just torture. Yeah. I don't suffer from the mosquito issue as much, but I have never had anything that makes itching happen like this and it's driving me crazy yeah just because we just started talking about it i started scratching again stop touching yeah i gotta stop touching touching. but uh (laughs) anyway i think it's contained i think everything's gonna be fine we we got this airbnb that we're in mainly because we needed to wash everything that we had Mm -hmm. used while we were there which is a few days i think Mm -hmm. we got it i think we're we have it under control but fleas suck i was talking to my sister um on gchat yesterday and she was saying that basically humidity, I was saying, um, I've been kind of a baby on this trip, you know, cause I complain about humidity and bug bites and stuff like that. And she was like, well, to be fair, those are both things that should perish in a fire. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. You've got a point. <laughs> yeah. She's done a ton of traveling as well and like been, you know, in those kinds of situations. So it was nice to hear from her too that. Yeah. I, I think this is, this is something we can control. Yeah. It'll go away. Yeah. Um, so we have been saving up some listener questions. Um, and if you hear me clickety-clacking, it's because I'm typing my password so I can get back into this. Okay. Uh, so we have questions that people either emailed to us or asked us on Twitter or asked us on Instagram. And, uh, and that's just swell. Yeah, so we thought we'd just tear through and get through some of the questions because I've been saying like, oh yeah, we're going to answer that. We're going to answer that. And we never remember week to week, but we got to the critical point of like, okay, we're jerks. Yeah. We haven't responded to anyone on these things. Well, you know, you're the one who sees these emails, so maybe I I should be seeing them. I change that. Um, Anyway, so Um, first we have a question from Mark. Friend of the show, Mark. Oh wait, this is Mark Gleed? Yeah. Oh, Mark beat us in Dominion. Yeah. You may remember Mark from beating us in Dominion. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about that. <laughs> um, Mark's question was, 
How are you getting the car back? Are you going to ship it back and possibly have to deal with all this shit again? How are you getting the car back? Oh, I didn't know. I just pasted it twice. So Nailed it. That was the end of the question. <laughs> um, we are going to have to deal with all this shit again. Mm-hmm. We don't. Uh, so when you are in Argentina or Chile, which is the bottom of where we're going to be, and it's very hard to get to any other country, those two countries in particular, selling the car is very difficult. Mm-hmm. You can't sell it to a local. It's illegal. Mm-hmm. You'd have to nationalize the vehicle and pay a ton of taxes. Um, not going to happen. Uh, you could do it under the table, but that's pretty shady. And also you run afoul of importation laws. Like they might catch you when you're trying to fly out and be like, where's the car? You know, like that's what they're, that's the whole point of declaring things of value. Not, not an option really. Um, what you can do is you can sell to another foreigner. For mm-hmm. instance, another overlanding couple could be like, oh, I want to buy Shadow. I'll buy it and we'll drive from the southern tip of buy South him. America. Yeah. Buy him. Buy her. And drive from the southern tip of <laughs> South America to the northern tip or whatever it is that go the other direction. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility, but we kind of love Shadow. What Adam means to say is <laughs> Adam's truest love no. is Shadow. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> and so the real question for us, because um, we had kind of noodled around selling Shadow to another foreigner. We're both pretty attached to Shadow. Um, the real question now is if we're going to ship back to the San Francisco Bay Area or if we'll ship to Florida and then drive across the United States again. So it kind of depends on how. Or ship everything. to Africa and drive through Africa. Just throwing that out there. No one's saying that. It's just, you know, word on the street. Anyway, um, Maggie is gone i gone really want to go to like south africa and namibia but i just you don't want to yeah <sighs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, i just gave maggie a whole new panic i know um but most likely one of those options uh shipping to the u.s and we don't really know and we have because of the way you know patagonia is laid out we have either option we could go to santiago chile or Buenos Aires and yeah. accomplish the shipping. And I mean, One, hopefully by then our Spanish skills will be stronger. It, they will be. And so that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it do shouldn't we, be as much of a hassle. Are we going to have to deal with the shit again? Yes, but I think we're going to do it ourselves um, and yeah. save a lot of money in the process. You don't, paying somebody up front to care, it didn't work. Nope. No one no one cares. <laughs> You can you can get like the bare level ser- of service from them, but you're, you're not going to get someone that's as invested as you are. Yeah. And, and then the way back, we'll be dealing with American customs, which will be obnoxious, but I think at least the bureaucracy that we're familiar with. Yeah. No, I think that one, the it's American the side, animated, it, it's very easy with, you know, perfect, fluent English skills to yeah. be like, okay, what's going to happen here? Oh, there's a lot of BS. Okay. But yeah. we can understand the process fully. Yeah. Um, so I think I think definitely we're going to be shipping it somewhere. We yeah. just don't know what the next step is going to be. Yeah. So good question. And then we have a question from Antonio. Also a friend of the show. Friend of the Gaines. He's from our gym. Friend of the Gaines. Okay, we promised some of these friends are from people we've never met before. Yeah. Just the first two happen to be from people we know. We could have changed the order so that it seemed more random, but anyway. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) We're we're podcasters, not producers, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio writes, first time, long time. Question for podcast. I, I, yeah. Well, everyone actually Mark wrote that in his email too. I think first, that's something our all first our time caller, long time listener. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you and Adam find healthy gluten free meals abroad? Uh, well, we cook ourselves. Yeah. Number one is bringing a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and a refrigerator, uh, so that we can not really rely on finding a restaurant. But you know what? It's been not too bad. Uh, it gets we've gotten, easier and easier. Yeah. Uh, when we got to Colombia at first, or for instance, remember the episode we talked about in Belize, we had no idea uh, about malher, which is like a con- chicken consomme that's used on everything to make it a little bit, it's like MSG, like give it a little more pop. Um, it was just getting rubbed on all the meat. We had no idea about that. So when you're asking somebody, a, a waitress at one of these, and there's a little bit of a language barrier, it's like, is there any... It's not a language barrier in Belize. <laughs> we all speak English. It's the yeah. national language. Uh, yeah. Okay. But... Yeah, there was at that one place. They're, yeah, where they're not all yeah. like Belizean people. Like the La Cubana was a Cuban yeah, I was lady. Yeah, like, just the 
just the Cuban restaurant uh, it was an issue. There's a caring barrier. Well, well that say. was also at that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, is there gluten in it? It's like, what do you mean? Am, am I taking handfuls of flour and adding it? No. Why would I do that? And it just seems like a silly question to them. It's like, well, no, but what about the spice mix? So we learned about the spice mix and we learned to ask about that. And once you do that, it's kind of like, are you putting spices on there? What kind of spice mix? What's the brand? Yeah. That's one of the questions. You kind of have to just learn the pitfalls. For instance, one of the biggest pitfalls when you're in the United States is soy sauce. Mm -hmm. It's called soy sauce, but it's not made from soy. It's made from wheat, typically. There's stuff that we call tamari or traditional soy sauce, which is actually soy sauce. Um, but yeah, so you got to watch out like for soy sauce. Chatting and we've got, I, I feel like I've gotten pretty practiced now at the spiel in Spanish of being like, oh, my husband... You know, it makes yeah. them very sick, so we don't eat it. You know, is there it's really this, 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 or this in any of your food? Can I see the menu? You know, like a lot of yeah. go around. It's, it's really a lot like in the U.S., actually, now that we've done it a few times, because you might get somebody that's really attentive, is going to care, it's going to go ask the chef. And then there's people, there's like, I'd say 30% of people are just like, yeah, I don't know. You know, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, no, really. Like, can you ask? And so, so cooking so, for it, yourself is the best option. Yeah, cooking for yourself and then learning the pitfalls. Mm -hmm, yeah. And the pitfalls aren't that many. It's just every time you go somewhere. One of the things that we did, we got good advice, is go to the store and look at all the spice mixes. There's only like yeah. five companies that make them for Colombia. And there's two of them that just use rice flour in their spice mixes. And then some of them just use wheat flour and you can like note down the wheat ones and then get yeah. a little bit practiced about talking about that, that so issue. So basically it's just as big a pain in the ass as it is at home. Yeah. Um, with it, the added bonus of the fact that Adam can't say the word allergy correctly in Spanish. Allergia. Oh, you did it. In your face. Oh, but every time we talk to somebody, he goes, Allergia. Well, and then they don't no, know. I don't. That's not what I say. I say, Allergia or something like that. <laughs> but it's, and also I'd like to know, it's kind of, I'm not, I don't love calling it an allergy. It's just But it's easier. just what you have to do. It's not yeah. an allergy. Because if you're not a person who's like, I don't people, eat gluten except for when it's delicious. Like, uh, Well, that's not what I am. But No, but that's what I'm saying is like, that's what you sound like to a lot of people unless you say allergy. Well, yeah, the idea of like gluten intolerant is not. No, Already, not people haven't really heard of an allergy to gluten. Sometimes is like really surprising. Um, so, like yeah. trying to explain that difference is not good. Just saying allergy is the, the easiest option. Anyway, the best option is. I don't to love doing yourself. that though. I don't love doing it because it's not true, and it takes away from people that have legitimate allergies that okay, are going. Okay. Yeah. Sassy, sassy. <laughs> okay, and then we have a question from J.K. Uh, J.K. writes: Was wondering if you could do some shots of the drawer system slash interior of Shadow. In the process of doing drawers in my hundi. Does he mean Honda? Or she mean? Hundi. Uh, it's, it's a, a he. Uh, or a Hyundai? Hyundai, yeah. Oh, okay. And it's always nice to see what others have done and glean ideas. Um, I, we will do this. We but will. our drawer system isn't the most efficient. Because um, of that heavy wood. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think we've talked a little bit about it before. I just, I found someone else on a forum, Expedition Portal, mm -hmm. that had made a drawer system for a forerunner mm -hmm. of our model year. So we knew that this exact design was going to fit. And he took pictures of the whole process making it. And then I took that to a guy who I found on Craigslist and I had it made. Um, and it works. It's, and we'll take pictures of it so you guys can see how we use it. I love using it it's great because it's just there's so much stuff camping that you just they're spare items yeah it's like headlamps or the sacks for all of the other equipment like the the uh the tent room and the, the dish yeah. sink that we have have all these little stuff sacks with them it's great to just be like whenever i take it out of the sack i just put it in the left yeah. drawer and then you know having that makes your workflow a lot faster right the thing i would say that i didn't do right was when we were designing it with the guy off Craigslist, he was like, well, we can use this wood or this wood. This wood is much more expensive. And which I, on the surface, it wasn't going to be a big difference in material cost. Yeah. But he was also, but it's a lot, it's lighter, but it's not as sturdy. And for me at that point, I was just thinking, oh, sturdy. sturdy. Yeah, I want it to be sturdy. I don't think that sturdiness was necessary. And what we ended up with was a thing that weighed about 100 pounds. Yeah. When it probably could have weighed probably 60, uh, wow. 60 pounds. and. That I like made a the difference. drawer system, though. I, I like it. Um, but ever since we saw the Traveling Tree House's drawer system. 
Oh, yeah. You can buy professional ones. If you're yeah. not going to make them yourself, you can buy these professional ones that are very expensive, but they're, they're you know, they get really cool and they swing out and things like that. It looked like something like, you know, in like the 70s or 60s bachelor pads where they like press a button and like the bed spins out of the wall and like a disco ball comes out of the ceiling. It was like that. Yeah. And our drawer system's like two drawers. Yeah. When we say system, that's like a stretch of the term. One thing that I really like that we built into the drawer system, again, this wasn't our idea, uh, was on the side, there's a space that's perfectly wide enough to hold a five-gallon scepter military can. Uh, we use those to hold water. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the, the go-to water supply. It has a little yeah. spout that's permanently mounted on it. Um, we still have to pick it up and turn it sideways in order to pour from it because that's just how these things are designed. Um, but, but it's nice, and it's, it keeps it it's, still. It's just accessible, and we can fill it up without having to take it out at least. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that we did with the drawer system was we had what we thought was going to be a secret compartment and it is kind of secret, but we're not keeping anything secret worthy in there. Cause it's we, just impractical. This is exactly. the part of the system that was the dumbest. Yeah. We, we quickly learned that it <clears throat> is not accessible. We have so much stuff that it's just going to be covered and it's so hard to get to that we get in there. It's like a special occasion when we get in there. It's like, yeah. Oh, Hey Maggie, I'm going to open up the well, secret we've compartment gotten in there twice on this yeah. whole trip. And it's a, what we use it is to hold supplies like conditioner or whatever. Like we had the bottle scotch. of scotch in there. Um, we don't have, and spare parts. Um, yeah. So that idea was dumb. The idea was that the drawers don't need to be so long. We could save a little space at the back and have a little compartment that opens uh, at the back of this wooden structure. And it yeah. does, and it's hidden. It's true. But it's underneath but everything. We don't keep anything you of value You have to unload the entire car to get into yeah. it. The original idea is like, we'll keep our cameras and our laptops in there. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you use those things every day. Yeah. You're not going to... No, that was the dumbest. Yeah. Those are... I think that was one of our dumbest, like, kind of outsmarting ourselves things. And also, like, anticipating just, like, much more crime than we've encountered. Yeah. God, I've been scratching my legs the whole time. I got to stop. This is the flea, the flea situation. Oh, sorry, guy. <laughs> it's okay. I, I think I'm but okay. But if it makes you no feel any bites. better, that cuddle from Luna was really great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely true, though. We were anticipating a lot of crime, yeah, um, or just like being in like sketchy areas. It's it's really not. It's a lot safer than you'd expect. We're in Colombia. It's fine. Colombia is a very friendly, welcoming yeah. country. We're we're being careful, but like we were worried about leaving our car on the street for a day while we hung out with William and Katya, and they were like, "Really, like." We're, you know, so we talked. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a day, but we, you know, like three or four hours. But remember when we first parked, you were like, I don't think it's a good idea to leave the car here. And well, we're like, well, yeah, we'll we, see what happens because we couldn't fit into the parking garage. And um, and it was fine. Yeah, Everything was, it fine. was fine. And well, we had parked right in front of a little s a shop. And so we just asked them if they right. could keep an eye on it. And they uh, were like, yeah, that's no that, problem. That's the thing. You kind of, you play it by ear. You got to uh -huh. maybe ask around a little bit, but. I wouldn't want to do that still. I'm still going to be leery of just parking oh, and leaving it. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. And I mean, there was uh, the place in Rio Acho where we asked, like, is it safe to park it here? And she was like, oh, no, no, yeah. don't do not do that. Yeah, we, so we, we like, went to a hotel a that has there. no parking. And she told me, no, yeah. absolutely not. Don't leave it there. But I mean, I think we've just been anticipating way more like bribes, crime, you know, like all this kind of stuff. And so far, knock on wood, just not been the experience yep uh, so that's the drawer system <laughs> and also our feelings about crime uh and then we have a question from ryan ryan writes how much did zika worry you when planning your trip how much does it worry you now are the locals worried about it are you taking any particular precautions for mosquitoes so it worries us a lot adam's been super up on the zika research and everything just like constantly reading about it it was one of those things that it came up after we had delayed our trip mm -hmm. and so it was like okay just because we had already been it seemed like the trip was at at threat of being canceled because maggie took this job and we were going to wait another year and then the zika outbreak started being big news and i was following mm -hmm. every news story i could possibly read about it as yeah. it evolved well with the extra layer of concern which is that when we get back from this trip we would really like to have children absolutely so it was like very relevant yeah um, so it's it's deeply relevant so we were very worried about it and i was watching it very closely and it, it, the, as the news came out it seemed to get less and less of a concern because what they told you was well it stays in your system really what the, the problem is is if you are currently pregnant and you get bit by mosquito and you mm -hmm. get infected with zika while you mm -hmm. are pregnant and they said that you should wait um 
six months was the the latest news that I've heard and yeah. I've been watching. And that's because it stays in men's bodies longer than women's bodies and it is sexually transmitted. Yeah. So the other thing too, uh, being it's a bigger issue if you are raised without believing in birth control right. of any kind. Um, and so it's obviously a bigger threat in countries where there's not family planning. And if you right. are a fan of family planning and a believer in it as we are, then it poses much less of a risk. That's true. Uh, for me at the back of my head though, I'm always kind of worried still like, well, this is the current understanding of yeah. science on Zika. Like what if they find out like, Oh, even when the babies are three years old that had Zika, they have problems too. You know, yeah, all these types of there's things. There's always that opportunity, but I mean, that could be true for like, everything. we've been told that having pasteurized milk products is great for us, but it turns out here's this thing that starts to happen, you know, like, or eating food out of plastic to say exactly like, <laughs> I mean, there's just no way to anticipate the many myriad of things that'll start killing you slowly. Yeah. So w- that's our thinking on it. It was kind of a concern going into it. It hasn't n- necessarily abated, but we've gotten bit at least 50 to a hundred times. This is constantly using undiluted deed. We could be better. We, we could be better because we don't say like as a routine every single morning we're going to put on DEET because DEET is terrible. Putting it on on immediately every time no matter what you're going to do yeah. without any thoughts to like is it going to rub off on the car? Is it going to be on my hands? Am I going to get it in my so eyes? So like long All driving stuff. days we don't put it on because you're out of the car very little. Right. Um, but, and, you know, nights where you're going to stay in a hotel. But when we're camped in jungly areas, usually it's like, oh, it's getting to be dusk or I've noticed that there are mosquitoes I need to put on DEET. Instead, we could adopt a more aggressive approach of just constantly putting it on. I feel like actually while we've been staying in the jungle, I put it on pretty early in the day and yeah. re-up like two or three times. Yeah. But despite that, we've gotten bit. And so a when bajillion we, times. Not a Like it's not been... It has not gone well. Yeah, It's not been that we've never gotten bit, which is the ideal, or like one or two times that we can remember. But it's not that we've also gotten bit. Like one day we got bit 40 times once. As soon as we notice any bites, we go. We definitely get deep, and, and we usually can handle the situation. But it hasn't worked out to be completely preventative of, yeah. of mosquito bites. It doesn't seem feasible. Uh, the question actually about the locals are no the locals? one has said anything uh, that's not true really i uh, haven't heard anything no, from anyone that, I, I was gonna say i'm surprised i thought they wouldn't care N- yeah. they're i think they pay at least from my point of view of having traveled here and in costa rica a lot yeah they give a little bit more respect to the need to put on deet now because of the uh, zika thing than before before it was okay. always kind of like oh you silly you silly travelers you get bit by mosquitoes now they get it. Like yeah. I, I definitely get a like a yeah. There are mosquitoes here. Yeah. Like oh, okay. You know, there's a little. I didn't bit more. have that point of comparison, not having done yeah. much travel in Latin America before. Before so. it was just like, oh, that's cute. You, you're, you fair, fair-skinned people have problems with bugs. Ha ha. Like yeah. You silly tourists. Oh okay. And because I think for the most part, you don't. They don't. It's sort of like me. I don't get too much reaction from getting bit, but I think they care now. They yeah. they don't. They're not freaking out about it. Um, and I haven't heard anyone say the word Zika since we've been here, but I've heard people talking about dengue and malaria. Yeah, yeah. That that seems like a bigger deal. Um, well, we're, we so far we've only been in some some regions where yeah. uh, you know I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Colombia has as much of a problem with it as Brazil does. Yeah, right. it's so. true. Um, so, so finally, we have a question from pal of the show. Well, not actually. Like we don't know him in real life. But he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I guess we shouldn't say friend of the show for friend friends. Yeah. We, we should well, say friend of the show for friend. I, I don't know how to use that term. Everyone's a friend of the show. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, Super fan. <laughs> from Swim Matt on 363 on Instagram, who uh, I get the feeling might be kind of toying with the idea of doing a trip like this himself. Mm-hmm. He's on the precipice. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can uh, peer pressure him a little. Anyway, um... And he asked, what is the biggest treat yourself item you brought along on this trip? Treat yourself being the Parks and Rec thing where it doesn't matter the cost and it doesn't matter how impractical it is. You just did it because you are treating yourself, Hmm. which Hmm. is a phrase Adam and I use all the time. Yeah. Because it's so accurate. It's a good question. (laughs) And I think there's two different ways to look at it. Mm -hmm. Uh, the treat yourself in terms of how expensive it was and the treat yourself in terms of how 
impractical or how unnecessary yeah like in the tv show he like buys a batman costume because he's treating himself yeah you never need that just makes him feel good yeah i don't have a lot of those i yeah adam doesn't have any treat yourselves well i have one i have two items that we space wise and weight wise Mm -hmm. could not i guess my biggest treat treat yourself item is the drone yeah i the drone is a i downsized i had a bigger backpack that was actually better for hiking and every like a lot of could carry a lot of extra stuff and then i just i went to the smallest profile one we could i'm glad we did that because before it was taking a lot of space and now it's like half as big um that item still is like a little bit big it's it's not necessary and it takes a lot of space but it's super important to me i love it um that's that's probably my treat treat yourself item Mm -hmm. what about you maggie I mean, I feel like we have a lot of Maggie treat yourself items because I am fussier than Adam. Um, The rooftop tent was something we bought because we were worried about me. No, no, no. uh, (laughs) That that whole debate, we could go on for forever on that question. And I thought about that really long and hard, too. That was Um, I have a pair of high heels in my backpack. Because sometimes I like to feel pretty. She's worn them once. That's not true. I have worn them three times now. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. When? I wore them once in New Orleans. I wore them once in... Yep. Cuba? Nope. You didn't bring them. Yes, I did. You brought those in your backpack? Yeah. Where did you wear them in Cuba? In Havana. Didn't I? No. I, I'm pretty sure you thought about it and ch- thought better of it. Anyway, I'll be taking them home. Yeah, that was not as good of an <laughs> item as maybe I thought. She also has a pair of like heavy leather boots, and that has been worn like two or three times. That's because well. it's been so hot. You wait till it gets cold, yeah, and yeah. then you're gonna Fair eat your words. Um, that that was not a treat yourself item. That was like a. I think maybe you don't realize how great these are going to be. But more than items, because I feel like neither of us are particularly, I don't know, uh, like materialistic. The treat yourself things have been experiential. Like we've gone out for fancy dinners or we stayed in a nice hotel or whatever it is. And I think that's much more substantial. Like we have treated ourselves to hotels. Yeah, that's our... Uh, break and it's a recharging from Maggie get a high mm-hmm. or two back mm-hmm. um, and also it was Maggie's birthday recently uh, like a week ago and we still haven't done a, a treat yourself day but we're gonna find a treat yourself day in Bogota which is a huge city and has lots of cool hotels really and, I just want a bathtub yeah we're gonna find a bathtub <laughs> for Maggie my my greatest treat yourself is any time spent in a bathtub yeah it's just good time yeah I think if you look at it treat yourself for like cost money wise mm-hmm. it would definitely have to be the rooftop tent though oh yeah yeah but, in terms of items but i don't think it's because it's an impractical thing that, that's no, why i, I kind of disagreed yeah it's, yeah it's totally practical yeah. but it's very expensive you yeah. could easily get by with something a fifth the cost even or even less well really. and i think it, it bears mentioning the way that matt had couched this question originally was um you know, because we went through all the costs of the trip and he's like, do you guys think you could have done it for less? And I was like, absolutely, we could have done it for less, but we valued comfort. And yeah. that, you know, increased the cost of certain things, like the ease of getting things in and out of the car, the ease of setting up camp in different places. We wanted to minimize the amount of time. So we spent more money on things like chairs that are really easy to use and really comfortable. And it's like, yeah, you could have easily done it for probably half the cost that we spent um, but I said like, that would probably be a younger person's trip. Like you have to be more down to be physically uncomfortable and like, you know, willing to be, you know, spend a lot of time every time packing up and packing in. Mm-hmm. And especially after seeing William and Katya's setup, which has like no setup cause they yeah, have like a, a little house. It's a little house. Yeah. Like they're a little crammed for space. They have boxes that they need to like move around if they're going to have people come it. in, but that, they just move it when they have people come in and yeah. hang out. Um, that, that setup's very interesting. One thing I would say is I don't think they could get to Punta Gallinas. No, they couldn't. Like that. They discussed it and decided they they couldn't. They decided they couldn't. Yeah. Uh, it's a very wide and heavy vehicle, you know? So it's, it's a little less capable or I would say a lot less capable than shadow. Yeah. Um, And and I mean to say too, I don't think we have like the most luxurious setup in the entire world. Like we didn't go hog wild. We're not glamping. 
we saw uh, at the same campground in Sand Hill, there was another family. Oh my god, of, of seven, seven overlanding, and the, and one vehicle. So it was a Defender, all really boys, like by the way. all custom built Defender and all custom built trailer. I'm sure they had they just had everything just really really well thought out. You'd have to with seven people and two of them being under the age of five. Yeah, it was an amazing that product, was bananas. amazing vehicle. Um, that that's, mom is but a I'm queen. Sure, but but I'm sure that we were looking at at least a hundred thousand or a hundred and twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment in their in their rig. Oh yeah, easily. All of yeah, that easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so, mean they had three like big tent setup things. Like yeah. Rooftop tent, side off the car tents. Uh, you know, and uh, very obviously that they're very wealthy too because they're they're just going for like one country and going back home. Well, right? they did Ecuador and Colombia. Oh, two, so two, two country countries. trip and yeah. then they're going to ship all of that back home yeah. to the Netherlands. It's like, okay, we're we're in a different, we're punching in a different weight class yeah. in terms of like how much investment we're going to put into it. But we're also still above other weight classes in terms of what is actually necessary. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of ways to look at that. For me, space-wise, uh, the Dutch oven and Dominion are both. I think we should bring Dominion home. <sighs> don't talk about Dominion that way, Maggie. We uh, haven't played since we lost to I Mark. I know, because <laughs> I think we've been going a little fast. You know, I'd like to just find cool spots and stay for two days at, at a time. And I think that'll make a big difference in how willing you will be to bust out Dominion and play me heads up. But it does take up a lot. Currently, it takes a lot of space. It, the reason it takes up a lot of space is not just one box, it's five expansions of Dominion. But not all separate boxes. I got a custom box for it. Again, if we didn't make it clear last episode, we're not cool people. <laughs> we're huge nerds. I think nerds are cool now, man. <laughs> so we have our super complicated board game that's really difficult to also, teach other people because there's no, see, an infinite uh, number uh-huh, of rules. There it is. Maggie <laughs> refuses to let me even broach the subject. She like s- socially steers me away from it every time. Because it's She's a like, really complicated game. You have to meet other nerds Ka- who are like, Katya, you know what? I really like complicated board games with a lot of rules. Katya and William were both like, oh, you, you guys want to play a game? We have a simple game. And Maggie's like, this is a great simple game, Adam. Do you want to <laughs> play it? Because I knew she didn't want me to be like, hey, we have a game too. You guys want to play? Because she doesn't want to sit there and explain the game for 30 it, minutes. That's not it. I, I, I really don't think that would have been a good idea. People like board games, Maggie. People like Dominion. Dominion has, I love Dominion. It's my favorite game, but it does have a bazillion rules. Matt, the biggest treat yourself item we have is Dominion because uh, it's completely impractical. We've hardly used it. We're going to we use it. We have a chance to bring it home no, we and don't. drop it off. I, gotta bring the, I have to bring my two backpacks and the drone backpack back now because the drone is broken. And there's no, what are you going to carry Dominion in your hands? We can't ship, we can't put that in I a could check carry it. it. I'd carry it. I'd carry it for the sake of bringing it home. Putting it in your lap. Is that how you'd make me carry it? I, I don't want you to spill it. It's very, <laughs> if you spill this thing, it is over. You just sit down and cry because there are, it's, it's literally 3,000 cards, I think. 3,000, 4,000 anyway. cards. If you mix them up, oh man, there's little tokens. By the way, it to the point of your catastrophe. Drone, Matt is the only person who's used hashtag save buddy baggage. That's true. I haven't even used it. But that's because <laughs> I'm still trying to do the nice. I'm sure there, it doesn't matter. DJI is not going to listen to us and be like, oh, someone used a hashtag. This one guy? Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Matt, um, for using it. But I'm still hashtag. talking to DJI and holding out hope that we can figure something out. Yeah. Uh, so, so, time for our three Bs. Yeah. Adam. Beautiful. Uh, Chicamocha. I yeah. love that campground. I wish we could have stayed another day. Uh, that would have been one of the times like we were comfortable. I don't think there were too many fleas. Uh, I was definitely ready to get out of Sand Hill, but uh, Chicamocha was a beautiful campground. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my pick. My pick's Barichara, the colonial city. Yeah. And that huge church inside of Barichara was just beautiful. Cool. Yeah, yeah. you're really into the, the quaint city thing i i liked it I, but i i don't yeah i think it's fascinating to see um like a practical living environment that's so beautiful yeah yeah well, okay um brutal for me obvious the fleas i'm currently suffering <laughs> i believe it's the stress moving forward is like is this going to go away i could just deal with like if it's a mosquito bite but the the scary thing about fleas is do they just stay with you are you infested 
Um, I think I'm shaking it because I'm I'm very meticulous about putting on alcohol and etc. But it's stressing me out and it's very itchy. Maggie? This has been the least brutal stretch of this trip for me. So this is like a little bit of a stretch. Really? Yeah. Like just things haven't been brutal. So I would say at the Sand Hill camping spot, there was a puppy named Tony (laughs) who loved me and Uh, I loved him. And Maggie did the thing where she's like, he's just following me around. I don't know what to do. (laughs) He would just follow me and he was so cute. I wonder (laughs) why. Because I love him. And the owner offered him to us when we were leaving. <laughs> Wasn't clear if he was serious or not, but pretty probably serious. Yeah. Yeah. And like <sighs> And it was never an option, but Maggie's I'm still heartbroken. <laughs> He's he was so cute. He was a good dog. And he was a really good dog. Yeah, he was a good dog. <sighs> okay. And then uh I guess my bizarre mm-hmm. canyoning and bouldering as activities in this whole like seven activity pack it's like basically <laughs> well, just they walking those things they were just walking <laughs> they were just walking to get to the next activity in yeah. between it's like okay sorry our path is kind of crappy you have to climb over this rock oh that's an activity yeah. <laughs> it was a little bizarre to call i just you could just advertise it like as the uh repelling slash zip lining tour and then yeah. it would have still been just as valuable but saying like there are seven activities included and have us like have to ask which where are all the seven activities? What is what is this? Yeah, it was odd. I think I'd have to choose the animatronic dragons, and also I forgot to say wizard in the shopping mall. Oh right. Oh no, I have a different one. Uh, so at the Parque Nacional um, Chicamocha, there was this huge sculpture that was meant to symbolize all the Santanderian uh, military victories. Um, but it was really weird and it It, like looked like a wizard battle maybe. It did on the peak of the, the Mirador for like Mm -hmm. seeing everything around. Yeah. Uh, There was, yeah, it was like a boat kind of. And it was like a bunch of people running at. There, it was like an explosion. That was what that was showing. Like they were running out of an explosion and they were all just really, really mad villager with like really, really intense faces. faces. Yeah. And 10 points to Hufflepuff for that sculpture for adding the biggest testicles to every animal that was included in it. Cause it had like a lot of livestock included <laughs> all male, and they all apparently. just had, yeah, they were all just like packing the world's biggest balls. <laughs> like no, the world has never known balls this big. Mm-hmm. So I would say the, um, that's my choice is the sculpture, the sculptor sitting in his studio by himself and being like, no man, these balls need to be bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at let's not panic and you can ask us questions there or see pictures from our trip. Yeah. That's the best way to reach us. I think I, I'm voting. That's the best because way. Because I like, respond to it. Well, we, we react to it and other people can join in and yeah. it's just, it's great. It's fun. Yeah. And if you're feeling loving, you can subscribe to us and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And if you're not feeling loving, just stop listening right now. That's true. Yeah. Don't torture yourself. Yeah. Why Why suffer? Yeah. If you're looking for another podcast, uh, you know, there's My Favorite Murder. I like that one a lot. Or um, Radio Lab. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking for alternatives. Uh-huh. Okay. Adam's making a face at me like I shouldn't be recommending other podcasts, but you know, let's we're, be real. Let's pretend we're the only podcast from now on. <laughs> In the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening to our podcast instead of my favorite murder <laughs> for these 50 minutes. Yeah. Thanks guys. Bye. This is what it sounds like where we are.